yes, I'm loving it. Um, I've listened to a couple episodes. Um, one was about, like, this past week. One was about, like, negative emotions and, like, how we're always taught to just kind of, like, avoid them. listened to a new podcast called the happiness lab and happy yes i'm loving it um i've listened to a couple episodes um one was about like this past week one was about like negative emotions and like how we're always taught to just kind of like avoid them versus actually like sitting with them and trying to understand them and things like that so i thought that was really interesting and i was like oh yeah, we do kind of just, like, deflect, and I'm almost like, oh, I'll deal with this later. Like, oh, well, I can't cry right now, so, like, I'll just deal with it later. And then, like, you know, it becomes... You a, put it off and put it off. Right, and then it's all this built-up shit in your body, right? And I was like, oh, yeah, all right. I'm very educational, very interesting, and they gave, like, good pointers and stuff like that. But the one I was listening to yesterday while I was running my errands was about uh, this book called Atlas of the Heart by Brene Brown, and it was fascinating she talks about 87 different emotions that they did like a study of I wish I could remember the number of people to figure out these 87 emotions because usually you ask somebody like oh how many emotions did you have in a day and someone will look at you and go oh sad angry and happy you ask anybody how they're doing they just always say fine (laughs) right so like you know there's no like really like in-depth like answer right it's just kind of like a blanket thing so they were really wanting to get into how many emotions do humans actually feel can you just, I, I'm going to sideline for a second. Can you imagine if we actually asked people how they were doing and they, like, legitimately said how they were actually feeling at that moment? Yeah, like, you would be surprised. A lot of people are not going to, people are going to be taken aback, right? I, would say, I think people would be taken aback or turned off when you, if you were like, oh, yeah, I'm, like, really disappointed right now <laughs> because right? of my, you know, ex. And they'd be like, whoa, I just, I was just asking you how you're doing. <laughs> and you were like... Right. I expected you to say fine, just like everybody else. Right, right. And I think I think that's why we've gotten to the point in society where we do just say, I'm fine. It's like the standard. It's kind of weird. And it's like, not like... I started changing it up. I was like, oh, yeah, peachy. Like, right. I'm just here. Right. And, like I, like, I love this one girl that I have at work. I love her dearly because when I ask her, I'm like, how are you doing? And she's like, I'm frustrated right now beyond belief. And I'm like... Is there anything I can do to help you? She was like, can I just vent for a minute? Absolutely. And I'm like, this girl doesn't even know, like, our, what do you need? What do you need? What do you need? Like, you know, do you have space for this kind of questions? But she just was like, I am frustrated. I need to vent for a minute. Do you have a minute? And I was like, yeah, what's up? She's like my desk mate. So, like, you know, we're right next to each other. So, like, you can sense when the energy's off with somebody who's, like, less than six feet away from you. Like, I'm like, okay, something's up. She's sighing a lot. She's like... She's clicking. She's doing, like, rough clicks. And I'm like, something's going on. I'm like, hey, are you good? She was like, actually, I'm really frustrated right now. And do you have a minute? Like, can I vent to you? And I'm like, yeah, what's going on? Like, how can I help? And she just, like, unloads. And then she goes, she takes a deep breath at the end, always. And she goes, thank you. Sometimes just venting it out puts things into perspective in my mind. And then I can just, like, tackle the next thing afterwards. And I'm like, I totally understand. I get it. Like, you know, is there anything? I, you did just say a lot of things, and I know that I don't understand a lot of what you're working with right now. I don't understand the programs or what you're doing, but is there anything on the side that would be helpful? And most of the time she's like, actually, yeah. And I'm like, okay, what can I take off your plate? 
because like I'm the office assistant, so like we've had this conversation, you and I, we kind of just bounce around and help everybody in an office. How can I support you? Right. And she is instantly like, you know what? Yeah. Give me a minute. Give me five minutes and I will have a task for you. I'm like, okay, I'm going to be over here just working on some stuff. You just let me know when you're ready. Sometimes like more than five minutes goes by and I wait. And usually around the 20 minute mark, I'm like, hey love, like you didn't give me that task you needed me to do. And I was like, do you have time to show me to do it now? Yep, I do. Honestly, I forgot. But yes, I do. And I do need you to do that because the, this next thing that I'm going to wrap up, I'm going to need that done. Okay, great. Yeah, I need you to show me what I'm doing first. <laughs> so she does, and she's really good about it. But I love that she has that open capacity to just be like, I'm frustrated, or I'm super disappointed, or like, I'm going to go for a walk, or yeah. I'm like, feeling great today, actually. Thanks for asking. And it's like, oh, like just an actual genuine answer is just... Those act, those emotions and those descriptive terms, it's not like happy, sad, mad. Like no. it's legitimately what you're feeling. Oh, I'm embarrassed. Oh, right. I'm disappointed, like you said. Like those right. are great terms. And I love it. And that's why I think like I was really connecting with like the Happiness Labs episode with Brene Brown about like the eighty seven different emotions because I've been experiencing somebody who actually is like an op not I don't want to say open booked, but she's more open to actually expressing the true emotion that is happening with her. And I was like, wow, I can really like take a page out of her book to be like, when somebody asks me, I'm not just like, I'm fine or I'm okay. Or, Oh yeah, just great. Like, no, like I should be like, Oh, I'm super excited right now. Like, Oh, I'm super happy right now. Cause I think it also opens the door to have better conversations with people. And you and I are all about that. I for sure. agree because I mean, we do like we talk about that standard of just saying like I'm good I'm fine mm -hmm. that interaction is so quick oh hey how are you good you oh good yeah and then it's like done and then like you just kind of walk away from each other yeah in most cases most like, cases there's not really any other conversation because you both are good <laughs> yeah you're good like what else is there to say like oh I'm good I'm fine well, like, but what does good on. mean does that right. mean I'm excited <laughs> like does that mean I'm happy right yeah like does that mean like I'm good in the sense that, like, I'm just barely keeping it together good because, like, I know I've answered good sometimes and I'm, like, at, like oh my there God. is the tiniest string holding my life together at that moment. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I'm good because if I say that I'm not good, that string is going to fucking... Yeah, and then, like, I mean, I think it is com a common thing with women usually brought up, but, like, we'll be like, oh, I'm fine, and, like... People will say, like, a girl said that I'm, they're fine, they're not fine. And yeah. Like, Why are we saying we're fine, then, if we're not fine? Like, let's just say what we actually feel. And what we actually are. And I think it goes, I think it goes both ways. Because, like, a lot of times, like, I'll ask my spouse, like, hey, how are you doing? And he's like, good. And I'm like, okay, you seem off. He's like, I am. And I'm like, okay, so then you're not good. He's like, no. I'm like, okay, so then what is it? Like, it's... Do you feel like that's, like, a because we have a lack of words to describe our emotions like mm -hmm. I know we talked about the emotions wheel identification wheel mm -hmm. that we had in like a really early episode in season one mm -hmm. but like do we think that a lot of people don't have that vocabulary in their books so that they just answer with the, the generic term like I'm happy I'm sad absolutely and that's why I think I really liked this episode because they talked about the fact that that is exactly the problem people don't know how to express their emotions with the actual thing that they're feeling so by doing this, they were trying to help almost, like, bring awareness to the fact that you have more than, like, three emotions. Like, those emotions are go a lot deeper than we actually think. Yeah, they mean different things. I mean, totally different things. Like, 
I can be angry, but am I upset angry? Am I disappointed angry? Or am I frustrated angry? Because those are like three different types of being angry. Yeah. But you can also be sad and be upset and disappointed and... You know, I'm trying to think of a third one, but I got nothing right now. We need to expand our own balcony. (laughs) Clearly, clearly. Um, But I was very much, like, doing something I probably shouldn't have been doing, which was, you know, driving and trying to literally find this book at, like, a bookstore near me. Because I was like, I need this book in my life because I know for myself I need to expand my own vocabulary. My own vocabulary to know how to, like, properly express my emotions because if you can't express them somebody can't show empathy for you either in the right way right i would love i have on my phone i keep the little widget on my home screen that's like Mm. the dictionary.com word Mm. of the day i need one for like emotions like please just explain to me what each emotion right i'll just be like oh my gosh i'm feeling really remorseful today (laughs) well and i was like i forget what word i used the other day when somebody asked me how i was doing and i was like you know what, actually, I'm doing, um, oh, I, they were like, oh, like, da 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 how are you? And I was like, actually, today, I'm doing absolutely miraculous. And they were like, oh, uh, well, that's good. And I'm like, people were so, like, some, the poor person was so taken aback at the fact that, like, I said I was miraculous. And they were like, that's good, right? And I'm like, you do know what miraculous means. It means, like, wonderful, great, like, amazing, like, but it's funny because we use those adjectives like in my emails at work I will write like have a lovely fantastic amazing awesome day but like I don't use that to describe myself mm-hmm. like I'm feeling awesome today like I don't say that mm-hmm. but like we should we so should we definitely should so yeah so that is something that is now on my to-do list uh, I should say to buy list at the end of the week before payday to go buy this book and really start to dive into my emotions because I think that will also help with some of this I don't know what the fuck I'm doing with my life at the moment right now <laughs> and I'm Love like that feeling. how can I describe these emotions that I'm feeling because like it's more than just happy or it's more than just like overwhelmed or overstimulated like there are other emotions happening and I don't know how to describe them so I feel like we're heading into that yeah. I need I need that self growth and awareness for myself to be able to express what I need the right way that's a great. Maybe I think we should add a segment. We should just talk about an emotion maybe. every week. Yeah, like add some emotion. Eight, there's something. 87 of them after I get this book, and she said there's more. And I think I'm gonna make this point too because I thought this was extremely interesting. Was culturally like she spoke of the word shame, and she was like culturally shame is different across multiple different cultures. Like in America, we feel shame for like not doing the things we say we're gonna do, versus like. In Europe, their shame is more around, like, not living up to an expectation. And, Mm -hmm. like, in Latina cultures, it's more, like, disappointing their families. But they feel shame for that disappointment of, like, the family or their bloodline or something like that. Like, those multiple meetings in different cultures. Yeah. That's really interesting. I know, especially, like, between all the countries, it's just so different. Mm -hmm. Even I just um, was listening to something about in the news, like... Lizzo had a song where she used a word that meant something else over in Europe, and she actually changed that word because it was actually, like, a little um, derogatory. Really? Yeah, and she decided to change it, and it was, like, really good, but she was starting to get a lot of backlash about it. But, like, it's just the, the cultural differences, yeah. even with the wording. Like, it means something else here in the United States versus, like, in Europe. It means something totally different. It did. Right. <laughs> and, and, like, like you said, like, something much more derogatory. And, like, it's crazy that, like, 
those cultural shifts and perspectives just based on how we grew up and where we grew up means a totally different meaning to each of these words. Mm -hmm. And she even said like in this book that she was, or in this podcast, she was like, I wish that we could have deep dived more into all of these cultural aspects. She's like, but the book was already really long and 87 motions was already a lot for people to process as, as, a whole anyway but she was like 87 emotions is not the full like is still not the full palette of the human experience She's and I was a series right and I was like oh I'm so happy that she like addressed the fact that one culturally words mean something different and second that like there is more than even 87 emotions so like to think that we can say I'm fine and that describes what's happening is Asinine. Yes, thank you. That is exactly the word I wanted. So, like, yeah. I just was floored yesterday, like, listening to that episode, so. I'm curious to see what you get out of it once you've got the book in I hands. know, I know. I you have to give us the update. I will, I definitely will. Or even, like, like you said, maybe after I read it or we get the book, we can start doing, like, a segment with, uh, what is the emotion of the week this week? And we could pick cool. an emotion of the week. So. Yeah, we could just talk about it. Yeah, I'm down. So what have you been up to this week? I actually wrote some stuff down so I could remember hey. what I did this week, guys. <laughs> um, I, so my week was hectic at work just because everyone needed a lot of things from me and I was just busy, busy doing all my tasks. But I really took the days when I was like riding home to like give myself some inner peace and I spent, I was still paying attention to the road, but I would spend my days like cloud watching because I drive a highway all the way home and it is the perfect place like it's great for sunset it's great for sunrise and like there was just the biggest fluffiest clouds one day and I was just like so happy like I was just so pleased to just see the clouds in the sky and I started like I was like oh look there's a stegosaurus oh look a little teddy bear peeping his head out like I had all these little things um so I spent a couple of my days like that but yesterday oh my gosh I (laughs) I'm still so happy about it. <laughs> I'm excited um, and relieved because my a- HOA is a poor planner in my books, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. Um, and they're asking me from, for some supplemental fees to take care of some of the property. And your girl's a broke bitch. Like, I, I am financially stable, but, like, we're still working on the savings portion of adulting. And so I'm trying to save all my money to come up with this. And so I was like, oh, I've been putting off a couple tasks that I wanted to do. I'm going to try to get organized. And so I spent the day yesterday doing, like, a shitload of laundry. I did a whole revamp of my closet. I, like, measured everything out. I was, like, organizing it, trying to see how it would fit in the room, doing some interior design type of things. And while I was organizing, I was like, oh, man, I haven't touched this purse. Like, I had just, like, this little tiny purse sitting on like it was the first thing I picked up when I walked into the room to start organizing and I was so happy that I picked up that purse because I was like I should empty it before I put it back because I have a bad habit I'll just put my purse back in the closet and I'm like oh there were my seasickness bands oh there was my like oh I've done that I found like $40 in a jacket that I put away last winter and I was like oh my god there was like some York peppermint patties in there (laughs) like I was like I need to clean this out so like I was opening up all the pockets And I got so fucking happy and excited because I found $400 that I had put in my purse. Oh my God. I was like, that's the best. And I didn't remember that I had it in there. And so now I've got more money to put towards the HOA fees. And I was like, 
<laughs> I literally was like so freaking thrilled. Yeah, because that takes like that huge weight off your shoulders of feeling like I'm on a beans and rice budget, right? Like <laughs> I don't even like beans. I know, but like you're on like the cheap, cheap budget. I'm of, on like, the ramen budget. Right, exactly. Like, oh, that's amazing. That's so exciting. I was so happy. I was like, thank I'm so smart. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, world. <laughs> thank like, you, past me. We love you right now. I have no idea why I put it in that pocket, but I'm very glad that I did and that I didn't remember it so that I could find it right now when I needed it, mm-hmm. so. Because you know, I don't know if this is you, but I know if I put money in a space and I'm, like, hiding it from myself and then I find it and I'm, like, I'll spend it. So if it's missing and then I find it, it's just ten times better. I, I, and, I'll remem- <laughs> and I'll be, like, wow, I really regret spending that $40 that I found in that jacket last week. Like, I need it now. I still <laughs> leave change and stuff, like, in my, my purses because mm-hmm. I don't really use a lot of change. But, like, I do have a certain area of my house where it's, like, locked up and I have all of my little envelopes for all my different, like, car, house, whatever. Yep fun traveling and so that is the what I try not to touch and I leave it like somewhere where I don't can't see it all the time so that I don't spend it but the fact that I like put it in a random purse couldn't tell you why and then I just took stumble upon it happened to, to like yesterday when I in fact totally needed it mm-hmm. I was like thank you world thank you <laughs> this like, is I, a good sign yeah we're on the up and up yeah, so um, I'm calling it my good karma. Because I go. also, I actually, oh, I didn't even think about this. I didn't even, <laughs> I found some dude's watch. I was like on my break after a chaotic day and I was like, I'm just going to take a minute. I need like some caffeine. I'm going to go get a Coke at a gas station. So I went to the gas station. I legit walked out of my car and this man's like good, like good brand watch was just sitting there on the sidewalk. And I was like, um, okay. And I'm not that person. I'm not going to take anyone's stuff. So I walked in, and I walked into the lady, and I was like, hi, um, I just found this watch. And I was, like, asking the people in the neighborhood, I was like, is this your watch? Is this your watch? <laughs> and gave it to the cashier. No one claimed it while I was there. I paid, left. Some guy asked, ended up asking me a car question because he had the same brand car, and I was like, explaining to him, I was like, hey, did you actually happen to, like, lose a watch? And he was like, is it silver? And I was like, yeah, go get it. <laughs> so maybe that's, like, a karma. I don't know. That was a 400 watch that you could have probably kept and resold for yourself or given to somebody. And karma said, we're just going to throw some $400 in your purse. That is Hopefully just... for you to find. I, would not, I, I personally would just never I steal know. anything yeah. like that. I was no, like, I'm I not that guy. I'm not, like, finders keepers. Mm. I'm like, oh, my gosh, somebody lost a watch. Right. Yeah. That is definitely your good karma coming back for you. I'm excited about it. All right, what are we talking about today? All right, well, first off, welcome back to Table Talks, where deeper conversations are something highly sought after but rarely explored. And I have with me, as always, my peachy co-host, Alyssa. <laughs> I totally forgot about intro. <laughs> Introductions here. Hi, honeybees. How you doing? We're doing. So, are you ready to talk about what we're doing today? Mm-mm-mm. Wow, that was cool. Mm-hmm. What are we talking about? We're talking about some self-love. Oh, I love self-love. But not in the traditional self-love. Not like I love myself. It's like, I love myself. Uh-huh. Wink, wink. <laughs> <laughs> Jocelyn's losing her shit over here. I love it. Okay, so. What is self-love? Let's just, we gotta cut the like fun little winky winks and yeah. just give it 
So self-love, we're talking about like taking care of you, your climax, your orgasms, talking about masturbation and everything that it involves. So yeah. like toys, sex shops, everything that could you could encounter when you're trying to satisfy you. Mm-hmm. Just say this is not safe for work. Oh, yeah, This whole series not. has not been safe for work. We've and we have not really put that in the description, but uh, we're going to get better about that. <laughs> I've been trying to send it over to you to be like, not safe for work, so that it, and we have it in there, because I don't want you guys listening at the office, and just being like, we're just like, I know we already swear, but like to right. just talk about like sex. Um, this is a very open space. We're willing to talk about anything, <laughs> yeah. but it is not always best to be around everybody when you're listening to it, and we get that. So this is not safe for work. This is your warning. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so let's talk about masturbation first. Okay, so where do we start? I guess that's the question. I think it starts with knowing your anatomy. Yeah, for sure. Because I think we, I think a lot of us would take the time during puberty. I think really knowing where your erogenous zones are on your body like everything is a good place to start because whatever drives you is what's going to help you when you're masturbating mm-hmm. so i would say spend time maybe you lock the door or something if you're feeling uncomfortable strip down and just start touching your body like i know i like to get kissed on my neck i really like that touch um i really like like soft nipple play like i and then obviously my erogenous zones like the clitoris um i think you need to take a look down there like oh my whatever god i used to take a, are, a mirror you need and to, check that bitch out well, that's, i think we talked about that in an episode of sex yeah. education where like you'd spend your time like looking in the mirror during puberty and you're just like what is that where mm-hmm. does what does that go where does that happen um and so like take that time if you haven't but I think that you want to really just, like, get in there and be like, all right, here's the folds, here, here's the balls, like, whatever your anatomy is, and just really taking a deeper look into it and, like, move that shit around. Like, you might have hair down there, you may not, you might have folds, um, your clitoris could be behind a hood, and you might not know that. Check. <laughs> <laughs> I think a lot, of, it's common for a lot of us under yeah. the hood. Uh, but, like, you want to know that because you, you're you not just going to, like, stick your hand down there and be like, oh, I'm feeling everything. Like, that's not the case. And I think yeah. that was my struggle when I first started. Like, I was not, like, a masturbator at the first. Like, I... Oh, yeah. <laughs> I definitely was. <laughs> well, like, I would get it in a different way. Like, I knew that it had those erogenous zones. But, like, the struggle that I had was because... I was getting a lot of pleasure by, like, humping things. Like, that was my Mm -hmm. first off. So, like, I never really put my hands down there to try to find pleasure for myself because I didn't think that I was capable. Like, I was like, Mm -hmm. am I just touching the wrong spots? Like, it's not happening. It's not in the same way. Yeah. That I was was getting more satisfaction from what I was doing um, in my off time versus, like, when my hands were in there. Yeah. So, really taking a deep look and, like, pulling things back, opening them up, you know, maybe you're circumcised or uncircumcised, like, knowing that difference and, like, really just feeling out your anatomy and your erogenous zones. I really like my feet touched. Like, that's... I would never know that unless I, like, tickled the sides of my feet or, like, maybe it's your toes, it's your fingers, it's along your wrist. Me, it's, like, my hips, like, right here, like, the tops of my thighs. It's not, like, my hips, hips. It's, like, the tops of my thighs. Love that shit live for it like it's and like that's why like sometimes my boyfriend will just like reach over and he'll like touch my leg and I'm like 
Are we about to do the nasty when we get home? Because, like, I'm in. Do you even know what you're doing? Like, don't play with me, boy. And, like, he doesn't, like, and, like, he doesn't even recognize what he's doing because he's just, like, I just want to touch you. But, like, I'm over here, like, don't touch me like that. I'm, like, knees. Like, touch my knees because my, the upper thighs, like, game on. (laughs) See, that's so different. And that's why I think that's where your first step is, is to find those ones. Because that wouldn't do that for me. Right. I do love a good, like, thigh grab, but... Like, no, it's just, like, a simple, like, reach across. Like, you know, when you're in the car together, you just reach across, put your hands on each other when you want to, like, have some physical, like, intimacy or some, just even a physical touch. And I very much, like, I will, like, if he puts his hand too far back, I have to move it forward because I know that he's not intentionally trying to be sexual, but I'm over here, like, yes, bitch, we're getting it on. I'm, like, I'm, like, hell, yeah. He doesn't even know what he's doing, and you're just, like, uh, blowing your top over there. Yeah, literally. And he's, like, and then I'll just be, like, I'm, like, watching him, and I'm, like, Oh, we're not on the same page and I'll just move his hand up or like I'll like hold his hand because I'm like he doesn't even know what he's doing I'm over here like fully ready to go and this man has no idea and I'm like okay I gotta be careful so I'm like read the body language those micro expressions we haven't done that episode yet but we're very excited to and I have to be like okay nope 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 put it on my put it on my knee Put it up here because that like my hips are very like and like I said it's like tops of my thighs like it's With the outer portion the not out, the, I was gonna say because the, the inner, inner the inner, inner is leading to the, the garden so. right right so the inner definitely is sensitive but it's like the outer like if you like just like touch it grab it hand trace it whatever done I'm oh, like let's go talk about hand trace but see that's another one like I am very into like knowing what my pressure points are mm. because in those erogenous zones like your nipples, you may not like it, like, really rough or, like, pulled on. Or maybe you like that really soft caress. Mm-hmm. And, like, knowing that difference is going to be exponential because then when you are giving yourself some self-love, you can just, like, do that soft, circular touch on your nipples. Mm-hmm. And now you're, like, going over the edge even more and you're leveling up. So knowing right. where those zones are and what type of things you like while you're there. Maybe you do, like, there's some things that you're not going to be able to do on your home. Like, you're not going to be able to lick all of the portions of yeah. your own body like that. I mean, great if you can, but, like... <laughs> Damn, y'all that. got a long tongue if you can do that. But, like, maybe you like ice, like the cold air, like something like that, hot, cold. Maybe you like more pressures, circles. Um, you know, maybe it's more of, like, that really quick, fast movement, mm-hmm. or maybe it's, like, really deep and slow. Like, trying different things on different portions of your yeah. body and just seeing what sets you off. Yeah, it's super important. That's it. I just, that's, I'm getting excited just talking about it. <laughs> I know for me, like, I know that, like, I am an ice person when somebody, when there's somebody else involved, but I'm not going to actively use ice on myself when I'm masturbating. Yeah, I would, I, I typically keep it, like, really simple for yes. myself because... I don't know why. It just seems so much more, like, arduous by myself sometimes than with a partner. And yeah. I think that's really what started to turn me off. And I was like, I don't want to masturbate, like, all the time. Because it's, like, it's, it's I think for women, because, like, we need that, like, foreplay, that really, like, startup. I don't think we tend to take care of ourselves and do that for ourselves. So spending, mm. like, 20 minutes to get yourself hot and bothered before you start masturbating, like... Sometimes you just want to be, like, quick in and out. Yeah. And, like, you also battling your mind, too. Yeah, and I think that's why toys are so nice because it does, like, help get it, like, almost make it that much faster, personally. Like, I, if I use a toy, it's, like, ten minutes flat. I'm done. And, like, that's the, the startup and the ending. Like, that is the climax. That is everything included. But, like, if there's not a toy involved, it definitely takes me, like, twice to three times as long. And I'm like, by sometimes by the end, I'm like, I'm not even gonna come because I'm I'm done. 
Like now I've exhausted my myself and I just was like I just wanted to come but now I don't even fucking want to do that. I just want to go to bed. That is the worst. It's I, the worst sometimes. I think you have to like lay out some time when you're first starting, but like yeah. you are going to have quick um, little mm. self-love sessions and then like longer ones where you really want to like spend the time on your body and like do all of that like work up and foreplay. Yeah. So I think you, I, I've talked about it in one of the another episode where when I was like first learning about my body I really took the time to like I'm like the whole mood has to be right because if the mood ain't right like it's, my brain ain't there yeah, you've so like I jams was like and stuff. I literally like have to put the TV like some music on like light a nice candle set the lights right either they're off or they're low like I don't like bright lights when we're fucking like that shit I can't because like to me I'm like I'm in work mode but like if the lights are off I'm like oh we're either going to bed or we're fucking so like knowing what you like about atmosphere is another that's yeah because we talked about like um we talked about the erotic blueprint i think was that the last episode we mentioned uh, it two episodes ago i we think we talked about it. it yeah so like when they were like oh you're very like sensual but like erotic and i was like yeah that makes sense because like i'm much more like i like sometimes to just go slow like don't just come up in this bitch thing you're gonna pound the fuck out of it and be done with it like i want to go slow and I just, so that translates nice, like, to your self-love as well. Absolutely. Yeah. Like, that's, I have to be slow about it sometimes. And that's why I, like you said, like, sometimes it's harder for women to just masturbate because the buildup takes so long and to get hot and bothered. By the time I get to the point of wanting to be, like, hot and bothered, I'm like, I'm tired. I'm going to go to bed. And now I'm tired. So now, like, coming is going to be twice as hard. The climax is just not going to happen. And now I'm like, ugh, well, that sucks. Now I'm hot and bothered and I'm going to go to bed. And tomorrow we're going to wake up hot and fucking bothered. <laughs> it's interesting that your atmosphere is so much different than mine but I think it it definitely plays onto the person and like where they're what happened growing up too because this is embarrassing to admit but like I always used to sneak masturbating like I obviously like I was like young and like mm-hmm. doing it by myself and sneaking around but like even sometimes when I'm by myself and I know nobody's gonna be home like I still close the blinds <laughs> Do you really? Yeah. Well, I mean, I, I like to. I like different positions. Sometimes I don't like being in bed. Mm. So, like, sometimes I'll masturbate on the couch, and like my couch happens to face directly out to like yeah, that's the front different. street. But that's I still different. close the blinds and I like turn the lights down, and I'm just like, okay, it's just me now. <laughs> <laughs> that's fair though, but I think that again, that's that whole like atmosphere, right? Like making sure that it is, but it's such a contrast too, because like if I'm just like fucking, I normally wouldn't give a shit. Really? Yeah, like, I'll just be like, woo, I've done public sex, like, I haven't had a problem, but, like, something about it just still feels, like, a little guilty, (laughs) and I'm like, that it's not, it's guilty for me, because it's guilty pleasure, (laughs) like, this is, this is not a sneaky thing, I could just masturbate in my own fucking home. Right, yeah, no, absolutely, yeah, I, I very much, like, masturbating or regular, like, like, actual sex, I, usually, like, the lights are out, like, it's just, I'm not, like, a big... Like, I'll fuck anywhere in the house. Like, I've been bent over the ki- the kitchen table. I've been, like, fucked in the kitchen when but it's the middle of the day. But have you masturbated like that? Like, have you just been, like, in the kitchen and, like, like... No. <laughs> no, because I live with other people. So, like, I want to- anyone could come home at any moment. And, like, that is terrifying to be in the kitchen with your drawers <laughs> down and all of a sudden somebody's coming through the fucking door. That is embarrassing. <laughs> I think we have to talk about options next because I I like to have different types of masturbation. Like, there's pleasure from all different areas. So we talked about, like, the erogenous zones, getting to know, like, your body and what you like. 
Have you done shower masturbation? Um, yes, but not in the same way that you do it. You and I shower and masturbate differently. <laughs> the fact that you know that. <laughs> We're so open. We really are. I'm like, no, like, yeah, we definitely, like, I've definitely done it, but very differently. Like, I do it the same way that I shake my legs. Like, the leg's on the edge of the tab, and, like, we go that way, and I'm, like, leaning against the wall. And you're using hands? Yes. Oh, okay. See, I, I didn't, again, I didn't start off with hands, so mm. I started off in the shower, and Amazing. either the, the, if I had a handheld shower with the, the options, yeah, the I've never, options. I've never had a handheld shower head, that's why. Well, the other thing is you can go below and, like, if you have the tub valve, the mixing valve, where you can change it from shower to tub, you can change the pressure so that it's not, like, full tub action. Yeah, see? And it's sprinkling right in between, and then you can change the pressure if you want a little bit more, if you want it softer, and you just, like, sit underneath. And it's actually really common. I've, yeah, was, a lot. Like, TikTok I, said something about it, right? Yeah, there was a, a product someone was making. It was called, like, the slide or something like yes! that. Yes! You threw it on the end of your, tu- your tub spout, and it would, like, just enough bring enough pressure to, like, trickle it down to you so you're not because girls you're not sitting with your legs up on the wall yeah, girls would like and it is it's kind of gross at sometimes like you have to make sure your tub is clean 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 yeah. you're gonna sit down like but like you lay your full body down on the on the mat at like, the bottom of your tub and you throw your legs up and you're underneath the tub spout and you're like doing that pressure but like sometimes your leg touches like the shower curtain you're like ah yeah and it throws off your whole mood <laughs> that's why sometimes i'm just like nah side of the like i think it's a um Oh my god. There's a song I don't I can't remember who it's by. It's like I threw my leg up on the tub and fucked her that way or something and I'm like, yeah, that's the way I masturbate. <laughs> I think it's the automated for me. Like it's mm. less work for me because you you don't have to do any hands. I don't have to worry like I know where my clit is. Right. And because I know where it is, I can just like line myself up accordingly and let the water do the work. Yeah. And like that is one less thing I have to think about. Where like hands, I have to really like make sure my movement is there, and I got like the strength to be just like <laughs> rubbing that <laughs> shit out. <laughs> I don't think there's a tub option for like men. There really, I don't think there really is. You guys can definitely inform us. Yeah. I want to keep it equal, like talking yeah. about men and women. Um, I'm sure maybe you guys masturbate in the shower just because... Yeah. Well, usually, I think you are. You're, like, jerking off using a hand. Yeah, because how else do you... I don't know. Sock? Uh, flashlight? Flashlight, for sure. For sure. But, yeah. Like, they don't really... Like, men don't really have an option to kind of do it without... Yeah, they're not sucking it themselves, so... Right. Like, there's not, like, a... Like, we have the option to just kind of, like, you know... Hump a pillow or use our hand. Oh or yeah, use that's a toy. another one. I wasn't even. Th- I mean, I said it before. Yeah, you said is- yeah. So that's why I was like, yeah, like you have the pillow option. You've got like ladies, we got options. Right, right. So yeah, the one thing we have sh- options in. Don't even get me started on that. I know. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm gonna try to. Sh- I was trying to be good, but it was like I gotta say it. I gotta say it. I gotta say it. Yeah, okay, so we got Stirs the sh- tea. We got the shower option yep. for us ladies. The humping the pillow. I you can say I say pillow, but like you, you can, can hump anything. The side um, of the bed, the side of the couch. A corner. Any a, I think any, you need a corner. That's yeah, and it's usually, gonna be soft. No. Really? The corner of the sink. <laughs> I was just doing it yesterday. <laughs> Not for a lot, but like just to like cause Oh I, my god, it's at the perfect level. Cause I have like, I've just never thought about it, so I was like, wait, how? And I was like thinking about it. I have it, evolved. So. I have evolved. It used to be like banisters and then like pillows. That's like too hard for me though. Because I almost have to like hold myself up. And you I don't do. like that. You do. That and was I don't like, like my, that. That was my 
my younger days no, when I didn't I know. know how to take care of myself right. properly. But right. like, there's all different options when you're trying to do humping because humping is like that. It's the undercarriage. You're getting like, think of the humping motion. Mm-hmm. You're like yeah. grinding your hips forward. You're not really like doing a lot of thrusting. It's like mm-hmm. a grind. grind. And so like you're just trying to get yourself lined up so that it's kind of like hitting your clit. Yeah. Right in that nice area. So, like, yep. I did use to do, it's like sliding on the banister, but like, you can use a pillow, a couch corner, you can do, like I said, sinks, counters. Yeah. Um, you could put socks in your underwear. Like, there's so many options. Oh my God. Yeah. The sock, absolutely option. I did that as a child. Yeah. That's why when I was younger. Guys, we also use socks. Don't worry. <laughs> it's not just you. But, like, it's just that motion that you're, that grinding motion mm-hmm. that really gets you. So, you do have that as an option. Mm-hmm. Um, hands. Yep. Yep. Do you need? I guess we have to talk about tips for hands though, because I I can't say that like I'm a full on master of my own fucking hand masturbation because I ha- it's something I'm still I working always, on perfecting. Yeah. Like I know where my zones are. Right. But, like actually doing it sometimes is like a little more mental energy than you'd like it to be yeah. when you're doing it. I know for myself, I will usually get myself going usually by humping and then that way I'm already wet and then I can slide my fingers inside myself and get like get a little bit of lube on there and then start with the clit action or I'll just go right to using lube so that way it's actually already like wet and like I'm I don't like a lot of pressure on my clit like don't Same. don't push like don't do pushing it, it no, just like the like two fingers like stop circle. So, and or sometimes something. I even do like I'll do the like your three middle fingers like as if or you're like gonna a hold w a three. Shape. Yeah, and then like I'll spread the lips with these two and use the middle one to just touch, and that's it. That's interesting. You're one yeah. hand operating. Yeah. Oh yeah. I'm not. I'm not getting down and dirty with two hands. That's too much fucking work. Well, sometimes you, I use like this hand to just like lift up. Yeah. No. Because you did. get underneath one, that hood. One, and then we just spread it and just get in there, and then like if it's once. Once I'm already going, it's easier to just switch to the other, like, to just use one or two fingers, and then that way I don't have to, like, I'm not holding it open because I'm already, like, I'm already um, turned on at that point, so I don't need to do that with three. Yeah, I think starting off with the clit is always a good, yeah, good go-to. Get yourself up and running. Yeah, sometimes, like, palm. Like, I'll use the palm of my hand just, like, right here. Yeah, sometimes that's outside. enough on itself. Yeah. Like, just a clit orgasm is, like, enough on its own. Mm-hmm. It gets you going. Yeah, I am more, I can tell you I'm more of a clit, like, orgasm when I'm masturbating than I am internally. I, will, I think it's, it's a usually lot harder. Because you do have to stick fingers in, and then you're trying to hit your own G spot. Right. And that is usually like you're inserting your fingers in with like curve mm-hmm. and like doing That's that a lot caress, of come here motion. Yeah. But it is hard. Like you don't get that thrusting action like you would during intercourse. Mm-mm. Yeah. I have a toy. If we want to move into that, that next I was just gonna say I think I that do. is our final option. So yeah. we talk shower, humping, hands, and, and now sex sex toys yeah so I think for me I have a toy that does the motion of like the thrusting and I like it but the problem is it's a little too big like the mm. end of it is a little too big like the rest of it is the perfect size but the end they made like bigger which like I don't know if they're trying to simulate the fact that that's like you know uh, almost like an uncircumcised penis like it is like thinner and then it's like the head and I'm like it's know. too much like it's too it's too much. Like I think I, I agree. I think we have to talk about different types of toys. Oh, yeah, 100%. What, like, toys is such a huge... There's a vast majority of products. It's a whole new world when you're entering that. 
Um, I would highly recommend if you have not tried when you're masturbating, like to use a toy to try it out. Yeah, because your pleasure can only get better. Mm -hmm. And you can start with a variety of different things. But like what Jocelyn's talking about is she's talking about just like straight vibrator. Yeah. And they come in all different shapes and sizes, and some are bigger than others. Some have a curved shape, some have ribbed. Yeah. And like it just depends on what you are looking for. And Um, what you like too. Like it's going to take you a little bit to figure it out. So. In my suggestion, I would say try buying the cheaper options first to make sure it's something that you actually like and then head into something that's more expensive. Um, Because I know for myself, like I started with things that were less expensive to realize that I, or I started with something that was really expensive only to realize that it didn't really fit for me and it was really big and it was just too much. And I was like, it's too much stimulation. Like it only had like two um settings yeah thank you it only had two settings and i was like it was either low or full blast and i was like that's not for me i need that nice in between motion because going from like slow to all of a sudden like is like too much can't do it like i need we, we're i'm a woman i need that slow build up like the slow transition so i definitely realized by buying this 120 dollar toy that i was like okay i'm not impressed it doesn't work for me. So now I need something else. And now I just spent $120 on a toy that doesn't even fit inside of me and is not actually pleasurable. Oh, that's unfortunate. Yeah. Because, like, I mean, I'm sure there is a return policy. <laughs> and that's where I'm that's like, it's, like... I, oh, I felt so weird being like, I want to return this after. But I was like, I've already used it. And, like, nope. <laughs> I can't. I can't. Like, I will leave it here. And I ended up just using it more as, like, an outside stimulation than actually sticking it inside myself and just using the vibrator on my clit than I actually did the insertion and this one had two like like the vibrate most of the vibrators i have are insertion and there's like the clitoral stimulation as well so i like those i like the clitoral stimulation it's so for anything me. clit for me is that yeah perfect yeah um i think toys during masturbation is a game changer and again if you want that like quicker session that is the way to go it is like again it's a little bit more automated like yes you have controls over it but like there's a little bit less work involved Mm -hmm. you can kind of just get into position get comfortable get vibing and then you have this like toy that you introduce to yourself and like dang Mm -hmm. (laughs) the orgasm whole new world yes do you want to break down the different types of sex toys sure we can do that i think that'd be a good because like Maybe someone doesn't, all, like, know what types of toys are available to them. Yeah. So I think we should talk about it. Because you're talking about, like, a vibrator where someone right. might prefer a dildo. Yeah. So, like, I think, like, and you can help me on this because I am I am versed in sex toys and the fact that I've used plenty. But, like, I haven't used all of them. Like. I, I haven't either. I think so. I, I just have a little bit more, like, knowledge because mm-hmm. I spent time, like, researching as well as like going in and reading about things like while I was there at the store yep um and we're gonna talk about gaining the confidence to even go into a store and the other options that are available to you that if you don't want to go into the store Mm -hmm. um but let's talk about like all of the options do you want to start with women first yeah so I think if you want to start with like your erogenous zones you have a little bit more like I would say they're like a little bit hotter on the spicy level um, things that like stimulate your nipples or your your skin um, because they have like things that suction to your skin 
um, to provide that pressure against it as well as things that clamp down so like nipple clamps for example so if you do like a harder pressure you can purchase clamps that just almost like clothes pins they just like yeah. stick on there that is not a personal for me <laughs> no kind of freaks me out not gonna lie like are you, is it gonna uh, uh, <laughs> I also don't get my nipples pierced and like when somebody's like well you didn't hold up your end of the bargain you're not getting your nipples pierced I'm like I've had them I done. Like I do like a little pain when I'm like in that area, but I don't like a consistent amount of hard pressure and I feel yeah. like it's a little too pinchy. Yeah. Um, but nipple clamps are available as well as like I said, those suction type. You can, they're almost like the skin suction types. Like the, they almost look like a glass. Or like a, I could say like a diva cup. <laughs> like a they're, period cup. Like yeah. upside down, you just like stick it to a certain area and it um, brings that pressure and that can be alluring in itself. And then heading lower to the nether regions, you've got things like whips. You can get into like the BDSM. You've got like your bondage type ties, um, all like the masks. There's different types of whips, like the cat of nine, mm -hmm. which is like a, a bunch of small pieces of like leather or other material. Um, and then you've got like the straight up whips that are just like a little small piece and it's just one. And that is usually used like across the body I'm not sure if you'd really use that on your own. Yeah. I would. I personally would not, but maybe if it's something that you like, maybe you like to have, like, your feet, like, tickled or something like that, you could use a whip, or maybe you do, like, a little, like, slap against the back of your feet or, like, your butt. Um, ass. Ass. <laughs> I love it. A little ass smacking. We love that here. <laughs> um, and then you do have into your beautiful nether regions for women, um, clitoral suckers so those are like you ever seen like a pore vacuum yeah it's they literally they look do. like that they i they, wish they would change the way that they look but they are it's something that you kind of like put on to your clit and then you turn it on and it usually does a little bit of that sucking motion and there's different levels where it can change like what type of suction maybe it like goes soft and then hard or like just straight hard whatever you, your preferences are but it does suck the clitoris it's simulating um, oral, like mm -hmm. foreplay, when you're going, you know, someone's going down on you, it's going to provide that type of suction. So that is an option. They come in many different, like I said, it kind of, most, I think, will look like the, the poor sucker vacuums, but they're, I've seen like the rose, where it looks mm. like, it's just like a, it a looks candle like lips. rose, and then it, yeah, it does have the lips, and you just kind of put it down there, and it does its thing. Um dildos if you want like insertion um, well I think if we're going to talk about clit we have to talk about the other side of clit where there isn't just suckers there is just like regular um, like vibrators but they're are oh, you talking about like rabbits yeah I guess I don't I don't use rabbits but I like I have one from you own a rabbit <laughs> that's but it's but rabbit is actually like a brand brand right so like that's why I was like it's it's not the same brand, but, like, maybe it does the same thing. It started off as a brand, but people will commonly call it a rabbit. Be, uh, what Jocelyn's talking about is a vibrator that could include insertion, um, but it usually has a little prong at the top, almost oh, like your yeah. two fingers. Mine looks like a, a flat tongue. That's what mine looks like. Yes, it can either be one where it looks like almost like it's imitating a tongue where it's got the little bit of ridges and then, yep. like, a, a rounded end, or it can have two and it's separated so that it can hit on both sides of your clit on the right. sides and that's supposed to cause stimulation and that's why they call it a rabbit because it has rabbit ears. Yeah, that's why I was like, mine's not a rabbit. It doesn't look like that. It look, mine looks like a tongue. It looks like a flat tongue. 
So it's literally like, because like I look at it all the time. It's bright fucking orange. You can't miss it. And honestly, it stays on my bedside table all the time. <laughs> yeah, that thing does look like a gigantic tongue. Yeah, I'm like, I have, my mom is constantly like, "Can you put that fucking thing away?" And I was like, "No." I'm it's, sorry it's that clean. it makes you uncomfortable, but it's clean and it's charged and it's ready to go whenever I need it. And I'm leaving it right there because otherwise it goes underneath my bed and there's, there's dust and there's all these other fucking things. Like, no, it's going to stay right here on top of my bed, on my bedside table. I don't care. Did I miss any other ones for clit, though? I, I'm trying to, I think there's so many options. I definitely am not yeah. going to pay all of them. Yeah. Because um, especially nowadays, there's new things coming out all the time. So. Yeah. I'm trying to hit, like, the common themes across, like, what you will see when you're shopping. Yeah. So there's definitely clim- clitoris stimulators. Mm-hmm. Um, and then you have things for your vaginal canal opening mm-hmm. um, where you get to insert or some type of combo. Mm-hmm. So for those options, usually you see things like dildos. Yep. Um, there's a wide variety, like any color, shape, um, ribs, Size. anything that yeah. you want is is you're gonna find it in a dildo. Mm-hmm. Um, they even have ones that are really interesting. I definitely it, it's alluring to me. It sticks to the wall. Yep. Those ones, or or to the floor, whatever your yep. preference is, so that you can get those types of positions, like from the back. Or maybe um, you're doing cowgirl. Yep. So, have you seen the ones that are automated? They suction to the wall, but they're like they're automated, so like you don't have oh. to do any work. You just literally like sit there. No, I haven't personally seen those. Yeah. I've seen like the ones that I are watch in- a lot of porn. Too, I was gonna say for I've educational seen- purposes because I like I'm like. Wow, how do you do that? That's I, cool. <laughs> I have seen in porn, like, the machines. Mm-hmm. Um, I haven't seen, like, a personal, like, a small, like, personal type mm. that you would see in a store that thrust. Um, the big machines are cool, but also scary at the same time. I don't yeah, know how freaks. I feel about that. Yeah. Like, something else is just mechanically thrusting into me with, a, like, it's a rod that's just a little too out there for me. Um, but those come in a variety of options. So, um, the other option for insertion is going to be a vibrator. Mm -hmm. Um, so vibrators come in a huge variety. Like I said, they include some that are like rabbits or that have the clitoral stimulation, some that just go on their own, some pulsate, some thrust. Um, they're making like it top of the line it's vibrators, yeah right? like i'm um, like i said i spent 130 i think on this new one that i got and it is thrusting it has the clitoral stimulation and each each one the thrusting and the clitoral stimulation each one is 10 different settings yeah and they, so it's like 20 work, settings per thing and they can work together or separately yep. they don't have um, to both be on at the same time yeah yeah wild i think brands are just really trying to get like next level and always yes. improving yes. um so there'll be a huge variety of vibrators but you just have to find something that works for you like if you really like that internal insertion and you really want some um pleasure there then you can just buy a vibrator that thrusts mm-hmm. i personally i did buy one that thrusts i was not a fan but that actually was because i have a small hitch in in my um vaginal canal it's just like it hits my pelvis in a weird way and it was just not the right shape so you do have to try and try out different types and that's why i said always try like the cheaper brands or try a dildo that's 
looks like a vibrator you're going to buy because that'll probably be on the cheaper end than buying a vibrator that, like I said, is $120, $150. Yeah, so. I would highly recommend doing, like, research because mm-hmm. if I had known before I purchased the one that thrust, how loud it fucking was, too. Oh, that's a great point I to make. I would probably have not bought it mm-hmm. because any time that I try to use the thrusting action just to see if it changes, like, if I don't get that hitch and I hit that... It turns me off the immediately as soon as I hear the sound and it's like like it's making that noise and I'm just like bro yeah uh, uh, no climax gone <laughs> yeah yeah and I think that's something that like you have to also think about is how loud do you want it to be I think that they should all be silent personally as quiet as possible yes there are other like I said the best thing I think you could do is either do research or try in in store because they do have like demo yeah. toys that you can and just not press like... buttons and see how it works. Right. Um, That's how I found the one that I got now, the the clitoral stimulation one, because I was like, I want something just for my clit because I'm very much like on my own. I'm clitoral stimulation, but like when I'm having sex, I like the insertion, but I don't want to do it myself. And I'm like, okay, what do we need? That's why I, I just tried a whole bunch of different ones. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I definitely recommend going to a sex store and trying something out and you can even ask of course we're going to talk about like confidence in a sex store but um i've even asked store associates like hey do you like you don't have a demo for this one like is it okay if i take it out of the box and like check it out like i just like want to make sure that it's going to work the way that it says it's going to work because i've bought them before and then they say this and then it like it's not exactly what they say it's going to do it's like a wider range of what they say is going to do. And, like, I'm looking for the specific thing. And people are, like, usually they're always like, oh, yeah, absolutely. Like, open it up. No problem. We, can, if I, You know, you're, like, the third person to ask about a demo. So I think we're going to put a demo out there. Da, da, da. They have usually no problem letting you do that. Yeah. They even will supply you with batteries. <laughs> really. Honestly, sex store workers are, like, the nicest people, in my yes. opinion. Yes. <laughs> but there are so many options. So really just, like, play around. Um, all vibrators are going to act differently. They have different settings. Like the one um, that I was speaking of had like 10 different settings and I, tr- I tried to listen to them in store because the vibration, I was looking for really specifically clit and I was like, oh, okay, it's got like 10 different settings and I was like, mm-hmm. and like all the different, yeah. and then they have the pulsating and like there's all different types. Yeah. Um, so really just like do that research. Um, vibrators come in a huge huge quantity of types yeah and there's also like for as far as it goes for insertion there's ones that you can have like with your partner or even like for yourself that you literally just like insert it it looks like a little egg and you insert it and then you can play with the settings and that's more like your g-spot and like um insertion stimulation for sure yeah i think sometimes they come just the egg Mm -hmm. but uh, um, sometimes i see it with the string yeah it almost looks like a small tampon yeah but the string is to help you so it doesn't go too far right and so that you can still get it out yes yeah Um, but those are really interesting and discreet they also have stuff that goes into your panties yes so that you can just be like out and about hand somebody the remote or maybe you're controlling the remote and you can go at it whenever you feel like it yep yep so there's so many options i could keep going yeah honestly. yeah and i think i think here you just need to make sure that like whatever you decide make sure that you already know your body before you make a decision because i think that's what happened with my first one is i didn't truly know and like understand what i actually was looking for and what i was really into and then i was like disappointed when i got home and was trying it and was like this is not what i anticipated so definitely like i think know yourself first get to understand what you do and don't like and that will 
honestly help you immensely when trying to find a toy for sure yeah and like i said there's so many options um i want to get to the men's side and then maybe like the gender neutral ones that i'm thinking of yeah um i can't claim to know them all no <laughs> but i know that we talk about like the flashlight the flashlight mm-hmm. it, it almost looks like uh it looks like a flashlight shape which yep. i think is where it got the term um but instead of a flashlight at the end of it it is a suction like silicone material and it is shaped like a lips vagina lips yeah yeah lips uh, like lips as in mouth lips or vagina lips so it is shaped like either one yeah i think it's supposed to simulate both oral or um intercourse yeah so but it has like that tightening i've also seen automated ones which i thought was very interesting i was at a store and i was like purchasing my toy and i saw it on the counter because it was like a demo and i was like what is that? <laughs> I was like, I'm just always interested it. to know the yeah. new ones. And she's like, oh yeah, turn it on. And I was like, oh my gosh, it's like fully automated, just like a vibrator. Like it, it was like doing all the suctioning and it was like spinning. And I was like, whoa. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, men got options too. Yeah. 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 I, I've used a flashlight on a spouse and, and, in the past and like they're you can buy a variety of kinds like especially on the their website they have ones that are like alien they have ones that are you know certain porn stars and you know just generic as well so there is plenty of options for sure yeah i think full again fully customizable if you do want it um i think in for the balls there's also things like cages which i'm not fully um, knowledgeable about but it's like encasing the balls mm-hmm. or like c- kind of tightening around them yep. as well as like again suctioning um, and different vibrating. like play for the balls you can also wear things like cock rings mm-hmm. um, so that it goes onto the balls and it can have a vibrator or it doesn't the, the ring itself is supposed to put pressure it's supposed to sit at the base of the shaft and um, it's supposed to provide pressure and kind of like cut a little bit of the blood flow so that you're very, very hard mm-hmm. and it's getting you closer to that edging, the orgasm. Um, but the one with the vibrator can do a little bit of both. It sometimes can go around the balls as well. Um, it's almost like a gummy material. Yeah. Like it's, it's very like, stretchy. Yeah. But you can put it around and if it has the vibrating, you can turn it on and it's just that little bit of extra vibration. Just like for a woman, it's that extra pleasure. The balls are very sensitive. Mm-hmm. Um, so they need to be handled accordingly, yes. especially when you're touching yourself. So just learn what you like and what you right. don't like. Um, but there's a lot of options in that range. Do you, are there any other toys for men that you kind of see commonly? I'm trying to think of more. No. It's more, yeah, like, I I thought about cock rings, and, like, I know there's one where it's, like, a cock ring, but it also has, like, a thing that, like, goes down, and then it, like, cups the balls, so it's doing both at the same mm. time. Um, but those are really, like, the only ones that I can think of, in all honesty. It's a, it's a lot different because women are internal right. for pleasure, and men are more external, so I think... I'm sure there are more options than what we we're going to talk about today. Mm-hmm. Um, and I maybe think that's lube my... would be an option to like talk about for men, like different I types think of lube. Gender it's, neutral I, for sure. Okay, so yeah, let me yeah. Um, yeah. But I, I think there's a lot more options we're not going to talk about. Um, 
maybe that's our, mine and your ignorance on just not knowing more. I would love to see more. I'm I going also haven't been in a store in a long time either to like be able to look at those things because that's where I always got my knowledge was actually walking into a store. And now that I've found my toys and what works for me, I haven't been in one in a while. I have been in one in the past six months. And so I do flashlights, the automated or regular, and like I said, the balls, mm-hmm. um, the rings are like the main ones I see. Sex dolls? Oh, that yes, be, a blow-up doll, like or a sex like, doll. I know Fleshlight has one where it's literally, like, it's just, like, silicone, but it's, like, a butt. Oh, yes, you're and they right. Have, or they That's have, like, the vagina like... and the butt. Like, they can yes. have a combo or something yeah. like that. Yeah, again, so like, I a think... silicone-type um, material where yeah. you have, like, the ass. Yeah. Um, and then the openings, whichever you prefer. I'm sure there's both. Yeah. Um, that you can, you know, simulate actual intercourse right. with while right. you're masturbating. As we talked, I found more, but I, that's all I've really got. Yeah, I think I think the gender-neutral ones is what's going to really, like, round it out. Yeah. Um. So, like you said, lube. There's all different types of lube. Yes. There's going to be, like, a full shelf. Like, yeah. four shelves. Yeah. There's a whole section. If you walk into Adam and Eve, that's, like, the store near us, and it's, like, several shelves up and down and around. Yeah, and we, so, like, we talked a little bit of it in, like, the last episode first time, mm-hmm. but there's water-based and silicone-based, and then you have all of the, the different types, like the hot, cold... Um, flavors. The flavors. Um, there's all different, like, types of, like, lubrications, depending on if you want it, like, really wet or a little bit more drying. Like, there's just all different types of lube, so really just... Again, do your research. Yeah, and stay away from the weird, the odd new ones that just try a regular lube first yeah absolutely like don't go for flavors don't go for hot cold because i can promise you not you may not be into hot cold like i've had friends who have tried like the hot cold condoms like when we were in high school and like early college days and they were like oh my god my pussy was fucking on fire and then all of a sudden i was freezing like not for me so like it's not for everybody so i think if anything also make sure like you try like the smallest of the sizes before you try like a big size because you may like not actually right you may not actually enjoy it and I think they even have testers for lube too so you can like run it between your fingers and see they like do. does it actually like is this actually what I'm looking for yeah and especially because we're talking about self love mm-hmm. I don't really think you're going to be using like a flavor of anything yeah That's usually true. for like oral right yeah um, but because you're going to be by yourself unless you plan on like licking it yourself like I if that turns you on so be so it but, like, trying a water-based or silicone-based lube um, first and just kind of seeing what works for you. Yeah. I would definitely start with, like, water-based or silicone first 100% of the time. Um, we talked about the BDSM, but there's a full range of BDSM oh products. God, so many. Um, I don't even know if we'll even talk, be able to talk about all I don't think we would them. either, but there's always a section in the stores. Um, so, usually, it's, like right next to the videos because that's yeah. another option you've got like all your porn videos if you're like a classic person and you really like like dvd or vhs you can get those in the in the sex shops or online um but usually there's a bdsm section which is like all of like i said the whips chains clamps cages um there's so many different products i will put a little like caution sign like if you haven't tried it just be careful know what you're, you're getting into read the instructions yeah watch plenty of videos on uh, like, yeah like it. don't try handcuffs if you don't plan on having the key like you need to make yeah. sure that you've been able to operate them um and if you are going to tie yourself up or handcuff yourself make sure that you are doing it safely you do not want to be attaching to yourself to something that you can't get unstuck from or like a fan um do not tie anything too tight to where you can't get out yeah because like i know 
I mean, especially for somebody like me who likes to light candles, like don't tie yourself up too tight if you like to light candles. Because that could, that could cause a huge problem in the end. So just my be rule, aware of it. My rule is always keep one hand free. Yeah. Well, I mean, and I think you kind of have to, right? No. Oh, I guess not for automated things. Yeah. Okay. Never mind. Uh, so after that section, I think the other gender neutral we're going to talk about is butt plugs. Yeah. Um, so anal play, there's a lot of options again there. Butt plugs are a really common one that you will see. Um, they come in all different shapes and sizes again, just like a dildo or a vibrator. They're there for everybody's types. Yeah. Um, you will see ones that have jewels at the end, ones that are with tails. Mm-hmm. If you like something like that, um, there's different shapes, some for beginners. There are yeah. the anal beads, yep. which is still a plug, but they're little small orbs that usually go down in size yeah. so that you can insert one and then get used to it and then get the next size yeah. up so that you get comfortable. Um, and then there's the other, like I said, shapes that are maybe just more like triangular shape with a rounded edge that you can just insert as you go. It's yep. usually, anal products usually start smaller and then get, get bigger, bigger on the end because it's a very sensitive area. It oh needs God, time yeah. to contract and get used to where it is. I always recommend a lot of lube. <laughs> a lot of lube. <laughs> a lot of lube. If you use baby oil, you only use a very small amount. Yeah, like baby oil goes a long way. Yeah, and it, so just be careful. Take your time mm-hmm. and relax. I can yeah. say the biggest thing is you need to breathe. And relax. Yes. So, like, if you're feeling more stressed out, I would say, like, leave the anal play out. But that's that's a personal preference. When I'm super stressed, some, like, anal play is out for me because I can't I can't relax enough for it. I think it's definitely going to depend on the person. I find that I'm able to insert anal Mm -hmm. um, toys a lot easier than, like, if I were to ask my partner to. Oh, yeah. Oh, that, too. For sure. Because it's just something about, like, you just, like, want to clench up. Because Because there's somebody else in the space that it's normally just you. Yes. (laughs) So just take your time. Breathe through that. Um, But there are so many different options. Like I said, you can have a bejeweled one so that the plug is in you and now you have a little pretty butthole. Like, (laughs) there's just all different types. Um, I'm sure that there are vibrating ones as well. I, I haven't personally seen them, but I'm sure that there are plugs that vibrate or, or toys that will go yeah. into the anal cavity and, and vibrate. Yeah. yeah. I mean, why wouldn't there be, right? I would agree. Um, the Another warning I would say is make sure that if you are going to include anal play when you are um, masturbating, to make sure that those products and toys are only going into your Oh, your back door, not to the front. You should not be using the same toy and switching front to back. You will get an infection. Mm -hmm. Um, You need to thoroughly clean your toys, which we're going to talk about in a second. Yeah. Um, But any toys that you're using, you should always just use one for front and one one for for back. back. You are more than welcome to use both. It is a great time. (laughs) (laughs) It is. But make sure that you are using them in a clean, safe way and not cross-contaminating. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, be careful with that (laughs) cross-contamination. Are there any other anal toys that I missed? I don't think so, but I'm not versed in anal toys either. Like, I like having anal sex, but I'm not an anal toy person, like, self-love-wise, like, not masturbation. It's, like, a, a rare occurrence for me, but sometimes I do like the extra pressure that it provides. Yeah. So yeah. then I'll just, you know, you insert the back door, and then you go on in your normal activities. Right, right. Um, but there are many different options of sex toys. Um, I do want to talk about cleaning your sex toys appropriately. Um 
because if you do not clean your toy, it can also get you infected or it can just get dirty very quickly. Yeah. Um, we are secreting a lot of juices yeah. and different types. <laughs> so while you are doing that, just make sure that after you have had your masturbation, your little mm. love sesh with yourself to clean it. Clean it. <laughs> and that does mean more than soap and water. Um, I really wouldn't recommend a lot of like soap yeah. on your toy. What I would recommend is going or purchasing a clean a toy a cleaner. cleaner spray from your local shop. Or like or if online. there's a specific brand that you use, like I use calisthenics, they have a toy spray to clean. So like I would recommend getting like your specific toy brands cleaning product because it's made for that toy specifically as well yes and if you don't know i would just recommend asking whether that's online Mm -hmm. or in store and they will recommend a product that goes side by side with your with your toy right but it needs to be clean yes you can just use a little bit of water and like like, i usually like lukewarm water not hot or cold and just really clean down the toy Mm -hmm. and then pat it dry with like a tissue or a a clean towel. Yeah, I would um, say probably more like a microfiber towel just to make sure that something like a tissue or toilet paper or even towels doesn't leave behind any fibers for you. Agreed, but I would, uh, the spray in particular will help with the silicone. That's also the other factor there is right. the toy cleaner is meant to, yes, clean the toy, but it's also meant to keep the silicone or whatever material it's made out of right. intact so it is not breaking down at any Absolutely. point. They are very well made. Like some of them are even waterproof, which right. is great. Yeah. Also recommend. Um, yes. But, <laughs> you know, the silicone can break down. But if you get a toy cleaner, it's only going to make your toy last that much longer and hold up so that you can have it for X amount Many, of years. Yeah, however long you need it. Forever. Yeah. <laughs> the rest of your life. That's the hope, right? (laughs) Uh, All right. I think we're going to take a short break, and then we will get on to gaining the confidence to walk into a sex store. Yeah. All right. Welcome back. We're going to finish up this topic with gaining the confidence to feel comfortable walking into a sex store, whether that's by yourself or with somebody else. Yep. Um, Because I know the first time I was like, I don't want to go in. (laughs) I don't want to go by myself. Yeah, it's actually, it's really terrible. <laughs> but, like, I actually went into my first sex store underage. Oh, yeah, me too. I think all, uh, it's, like, peer pressure type of thing, or it's just, like, a fun thing friends do. Um, but my friends wanted to go in, and I just happened to end up. You can technically go in, but you usually they... You can't purchase anything, usually. Yes, they and sometimes there's license. sections that they'll, like, card you. You have to yeah. be certain, like, especially the porn. Yeah. It's like, oh, 21 to enter, or whatever it is. So... But I think sex stores can be really scary when you don't understand what's there or, like, the fear of judgment. Because I can definitely understand, like, leaving your car and, like, walking into the store and feeling like everyone's, like, staring at you. Like, haha, that person's going to a sex store. Oh, mm-hmm. pervert. Like, that, that's just not actually what happens. And I'm going to tell you right now, the people that work at sex stores are the nicest people. And the least judgmental. So nice. So open. They'll answer all of your questions. Nothing's nothing is embarrassing to them. Mm -hmm. And that's what I I think I like. I think that's why I enjoy sex stores so much is because it's such an open, safe space. Yeah. And that's what I think I want to cultivate here on our podcast as well. It's like that safe space to just talk about anything, answer any uncomfortable questions. Mm -hmm. And like... I think that's what a sex store actually does. You know, you can walk into there and just 
ask any question. Yeah. Hey, like, I don't even know what I'm, I need to buy. Could you help me out? And they give you, like, recommendations or things that they sell off The most of, yeah, absolutely. And so I think to gain the confidence to walk into a store is knowing what's in there, which yep. you've already kind of gotten that from this episode, is, like, what is in there? What is to buy? I think it's the expectation. Like, you have no idea what the expectation is when you walk in. So, like, having some sort of expectation that, like, it's okay if you just want to go in and browse. It's okay if you're looking for a specific item but also need help. It's okay if you're just, like, going in and you're like, okay, I know kind of what I want, but I need help picking out a specific brand or something like that. Like, I think having that, knowing what your expectation is around the sex store is also a good idea. Yes, I agree, because sometimes it can be really, like, overwhelming or, or nerve-wracking when you, like, walk into the store and, like, either nobody's there or there's just like a couple like a couple maybe um of people and like the the clerk mm-hmm. and you're like oh my gosh everyone's like looking at me or they're like oh what are you guys doing here like they're not gonna ask you those types of questions like they might say hey like do you need any help finding anything and just like any other store you can be like oh yes or like no mm-hmm. and then just do your browsing you could just walk out with nothing mm-hmm. and that's okay you can just walk in and just see what's there or maybe you are okay with asking a question and you can ask a question and then leave like you don't have any pressure to purchase anything people aren't gonna look at you side-eyed because you're buying x item no no there's no judgment there and especially even from the people that are in there that you think are judging you i promise you they are not even thinking about you they're probably having the same internal conversation with themselves as you are so like don't worry about it yeah i think sometimes it can be awkward when you like meet eyes with another customer (laughs) and you're like oh my gosh they're looking at what i'm buying or like they're judging me but like no, they're in there too. <laughs> yeah, and they're in there, and they're probably looking at what you're buying, being like, "Okay, that sounds oh, interesting." Okay, all right. Mm. Like, I can tell Maybe you, we should try that. Yeah, like I can tell you, the first couple times I had gone into a sex shop, I basically like, like as the clerk would be like talking to other people, I would end up like hovering either like on the other side of the wall or like in the same section, so that way I was like gaining knowledge from what they were also talking about and being like, "Is that for me? Is that for me? Oh, that's not, I don't really like that." I do like that though okay so like now I know like now I see the mental notes that I'm making and I'm like oh okay I can ask questions yeah and it's like not it's okay to just stand in front of an item and like really just like read it like it's not a weird occurrence no you want to do you're doing just as much research just like anything else you're going to purchase like it's like going to the grocery store and reading the ingredients on the back of a box it's the same concept I really think that it's just the societal connotation around it more than anything that makes sex shops uncomfortable yeah like people think it's like a very like taboo thing or topic even though like we expect people have babies in this world but like we don't expect anybody to know how to actually have sex yeah and you can buy you can buy condoms there like that is an option so if you need protection like you can buy that there there's so much stuff available for you to purchase there there should be nothing and no one that is making you feel uncomfortable from walking into the store yeah and if somebody is you can easily backlash them with you are here too so i don't want to hear it because the reality is that's the truth (laughs) they are in that same store as you are yeah and if some stranger on the street's gonna like knock you for walking into the store i'd be like I mean, at least I'm having sex. Right? At least I'm having pleasure in my life. You look miserable. I don't... I wouldn't say, like, judge anybody because, like, that's not my bag. But, like, at the same time, if someone's going to knock you for it, like, that's something usually internal with themselves and not you. Yep. So let it go and understand that you are are providing pleasure to yourself 
your partner or the both of you, like whatever your reason you were walking to the store, that is the end goal. That is it. Mm-hmm. There's nothing weird. And Slick Shop actually have a lot of like other products. They have like lingerie. They have um, a lot of like glass pipes and stuff like yeah, that for yeah. other recreations. Like it's usually like a smoke shop slash yes yeah, sex, sex shop like it's like an all-in-one so like people don't know what you're going in for it's very discreet the windows are, are glassed out usually to so the dildos aren't on display like it's not, yeah, not from the road yeah um and like you're you're just gonna walk in walk out with a bag if that's what you decide you purchase something and that is also going to be very discreet and you could just throw it in your purse you yeah could, you could throw it in your your wallet like a wallet well it's small pocket yeah you can want you throw it in your pockets um, but I don't think that anything societal should hold you up from going into a sex shop. Yeah. If for whatever reason you are uncomfortable going, which I have also felt that I was very uncomfortable the first time. Yeah. Um, there's so many options now, especially online stores. Adam and Eve, you mentioned, um, I believe amazing also has a website and there's so many options. There's, it's and there's a wide so variety. Many, yeah, there's so many other places, too, that you can look at. Like, I mean, scroll King Talk for a little while, and I'm sure you'll find somebody that sells something that's up your you alley. You just Google it. Yeah, <laughs> that, too. Maybe you need the private browser or whatever, but, like, you just yep. Google it, and then you can just purchase something. People, They will provide non-discreet packaging. It won't even say, like, it's from a sex store. It, it will, won't say where there it's was from nothing. It'll be, like, a brown box and, like, just your name and address, and that's it. Mm-hmm. And it can be very discreet. You can buy whatever you want to. You can read reviews. You can read descriptions and all the pictures and maybe how to use it. Um, I think maybe that's also like a great place to start is do your research online and then walk into the store knowing what you know. And then if you have questions once you get in there or just knowing what you need to ask questions about is like like almost like prepping yourself like, you know, you prep before an exam prep before you go to the store or you make a grocery list before you go grocery shopping like this is the same idea and then you walk in with a list of questions that you already know i love that point because i'm a i need to be a prepared bitch so like <laughs> yeah we talked about that other episodes like i'd love to be prepared so like that's a great option you just like oh i'm gonna come down to these two maybe i just need to see them in store i have a couple of questions about them and then you can just walk in and be like hi i'm interested in this yeah and then you can try it out maybe there's a demo and i do recommend playing with all the demos absolutely 100 percent. because you may think that the one you walk in for is what you want and then you play with the other ones and you're like whoa 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 wait a minute hold up i like i like what this does way better than i like what that does so change your mind baby that's the whole point you're in there to explore and i think that's also a big part of like this episode is making sure you explore who you are sexually as a person yes because you have to satisfy yourself absolutely uh can I, are you comfortable with me telling the story about us going? Yeah, absolutely. Go for it. Because <laughs> you brought it up. You're like talking about playing all the demos. Yeah. I, it was really um, a fun story and just a great memory between us. Mm-hmm. But Jocelyn and I ended up going to a sex store. Um, while, I think it was like on your birthday or yeah, a couple days was, after. Yeah. I was like, I'm going to purchase you a sex toy for your birthday. Like you saying you want it. They are pretty, can be expensive. Yeah. And so I was like, I'm going to just get it for you. Like, let's go. <laughs> So I took her to the, the sex show, store, and we just browsed everything. Everything. Literally, I was looking at movies. I was like, oh, so that sounds interesting. Do I want to try that, or do I just want to watch it? Like, these are all questions that, like, as we were in the store, just, like, browsing things, looking at things, I was, like, having an inter- 
whole internal monologue. <laughs> yeah, and sometimes like having somebody that you trust go with you is a good th- is something to try if you're yeah. a little bit more uncomfortable going into the store by yourself. Um, because Dawson was just bouncing things off me. She's like asking me questions, and yeah. I was like, oh, I think it does this. Like, let's just look at the demo. And I was like, oh, but do you want like this level of vibration, or like, do you want the rabbit? Do you like the yeah. grass? Like, oh, that's ribbed. That looks really big. Are you sure? And like, you just get those questions. You can bounce off somebody else. Yep. But we just had like. A, a huge laugh too while we were yeah. there we were just having a, a bunch of fun just like trying out all the different things and like oh my gosh there's so many different varieties and like we just went down the vibrators until Joss was like oh I think I'll, I'm between these two and we were like comparing them and the prices and we were like okay like narrow it down here it is yep and she walked out <laughs> yep and it's still the one that I have today <laughs> I mean, you would have a good experience and cultivate a good experience for you and others when Mm -hmm. going to a sex store. And being open to anything and everything when you walk in. I think that's a really big thing to keep in mind. Yeah, I think sex is just so taboo in itself. And then anything associated with it becomes taboo. And I don't feel like that that should be the standard. Mm -hmm. Because we all want to have good, safe sex. Great sex. I'm sorry, great sex. Safe sex. Um, and sex stores are part of that. And whatever brings you pleasure should be something that you invest time, energy, money into. Mm-hmm. 100%. And no one should make you feel less less than for it. Yes. So whatever the reason is that holds you up, I'm just going to recommend just push yourself a little bit and go in. Step outside your comfort zone a Try little. Try it out. The first time you'll be a little uncomfortable, but the, the feeling that you have when you walk out after your first time will be like, I did it. I did it. Oh, that wasn't so bad. I did it. And you'll be able to do it again. And then if it's not for you, you order it online. Mm-hmm. You can order it online. It's not that bad. And you can also call and ask questions. I can't tell you how many times I've been in sex stores and I hear the clerk just answering, oh, yeah, no, um, that one, we get a lot of feedback that that thrust is really hard. You, Are you looking for that? Is that something you're interested in? Yeah, I wouldn't recommend that one. And then I would go with X. Like, you can also call and it's... Star six seven that bitch. They don't even have to have your phone number. <laughs> anonymous. Anonymous. Completely and one hundred percent anonymous. So I think that's another option too. If you are not looking to actually enter the store, but you still need, you know, professional advice from those uh, yeah. the clerks. I think that's an option. Don't deny yourself the pleasure. No. Just because of the awkwardness. No. Nope. And, and the anxiety that might come around it. Because that pleasure is one hundred percent worth it. Mm-hmm. Agreed. <laughs> All right. Do you have anything else, Joss? I don't think so. This was a great episode. I had so much fun. It's definitely a very interesting one. I'm sure we missed some things. There's just such a huge world. We're going to have to do a follow-up episode at some point. But I hope you got a little bit of insight into self-love, toy knowledge, and just gaining a little bit of confidence to go in there. So I'm going to take us out. You can follow, rate, like, and subscribe. You can follow us on TikTok and Instagram at tabletalks.podcast. And please enjoy your week and go have yourself a little bit of fun and self-love.